Hello and welcome to our daily devotions. We're glad that you're joining us today and let us start with some music to open up our hearts and soul. Today's scripture passage comes from Romans 14, 13 through 23. This is the word of the Lord. Let us therefore no longer pass judgment on one another, but resolve instead never to put a stumbling block or hindrance in the way of a brother or sister. I know and am persuaded in the Lord Jesus that nothing is unclean in itself, but it is unclean for anyone who considers it unclean. If your brother or sister is distressed by what you eat, you are no longer walking in love. Do not let what you eat cause the ruin of one for whom Christ died. So do not let your good be slandered. For the kingdom of God is not food and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. The one who serves Christ is, in this way is acceptable to God and has human approval. Let us then pursue what makes for peace and for mutual upbuilding. Do not, for the sake of food, destroy the work of God. Everything is indeed clean, but it is wrong to make someone stumble by what you eat. It is good not to eat meat or drink wine or do anything that makes your brother or sister stumble. Hold the conviction that you have as your own before God. Blessed are those who do not condemn themselves because of what they approve. But those who have doubts are condemned if they eat because they do not act from faith. For whatever does not proceed from faith is sin. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be pleasing in your sight. O God, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Well, I had to read this many times over, backtrack and ponder quite a bit. The opening is easy. Therefore, let us stop passing judgment on one another. Well, by easy, I don't mean it's easy to do, because judgment is one of the most difficult things to stop doing. Paul goes on saying, Instead, make up your mind not to put any stumbling block or obstacle in your brother or sister's way. He then talks about food being clean or unclean, that all food is clean, but if it is unclean to one, it is unclean in their sight. As you can imagine, as soon as the old laws about food, food being unclean fell down, not everyone adjusted at the same pace. For some, I'm sure, never in a lifetime did they ingest meats that were deemed unclean. 
Some probably were grateful to move forward and to be open to a new world of food. But the point is, do not make your brother or sister suffer about it. I know I've mentioned before that for many years I had a very large studio of piano students. I loved teaching and I did it using the Royal Conservatory of Music curriculum, which I found to be excellent, complete, and it prepared my students very well for yearly exams. The students learned all their scales, they learned a Baroque piece, a classical, a romantic, and a modern piece, and prepared those so throughout the year so that they could perform them in front of a judge. I had grown up with a similar program, so this made a lot of sense to me. Somehow, from early in my teaching days, I had always a handful of Mennonite students. I loved their discipline and dedication, but I also had a level of frustration with them because the moms did not want me to teach them using the classical composers. They were strictly interested in having their children learn hymn arrangements. I could not convince them despite arguing about the importance of the technique they would perfect by playing Mozart or Beethoven, about how it builds melodic and harmonic understanding. I told the moms that they don't need to perform these composers, but just at least learn to play them. There was a reason why they had lived through the ages and versus the simplistic hymn arrangements that were not building much, but I just could not convince them. And I would teach these students thinking of all they would be able to accomplish if they would only do it my way, since they were already so dedicated and valued practicing. Well, maybe they had read this passage many more times than I had. I was not seeing that they were seeking to praise God through music. My Mozart sonatas would have, would would have taken time away from that. They did not want to become concert pianists, they just wanted to learn every song that praised God in their eyes. Playing Bach does that for me, but it did not for them. I never stopped encouraging them to step outside the hymn world, but today, especially after reading this passage, I regret not listening to them more carefully. I had my teacher hat on. I wanted them to get the fullness of what I could offer. I think our world today should have us reflect on this passage. We all have very strong opinions and everyone makes a very good point on each side. But to try to force others to think like us when they don't creates divisions that are not productive in spreading the gospel. We are dealing with very sensitive issues, and if someone looks at an issue as being unclean, well, it is unclean to them. Paul says, let us then pursue what makes for peace and for mutual upbuilding. We are letting politics and court judgments and the news guide our thoughts and our actions. Spending more time in the word help us will help us take a long view of the world. It helps us reconcile with our neighbor because Jesus reminds us that we are all imperfect, but made perfect in his love. Let us pray.
Gracious and loving God, be our guide these days as we struggle to understand what you are calling us to believe, to find clean, how to do your work when we're pulled in so many directions. Help us discern what will truly promote righteousness, peace and joy, so we may work for your kingdom. Give us patience with those who think differently. Give us wisdom in our conversations with others and help us walk in your path. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.